0: Yeah, I just wanted to I wanted to send a prayer out to um uh Jewel Kearney's sister who had a heart attack uh on last on on New Year's Day. Uh but she's being moved from one area of the hospital to the other area of the hospital. So we're sending our prayers out to her. Uh and, and we, we we pray a quickening uh, of healing in her body, and her mind, in her in her and her heart. Uh we just ask God to bless her, to watch over her, keep her and, and continue to to help her to heal. Uh, and we we want that acceleration of healing to come over her life uh and move her back into the place that she belongs the things that she has to do for God, so we pray for jewel kearney's uh sister who's uh in the hospital and uh we also pray for miss Lumpkin. miss Lumpkin was in the hospital she's supposed to get out today miss lumpkin is ninety eight years old and uh you know she's she's still like a i mean a like a tight piece of leather when she go in they don't know what to do with her so uh we're praying for her for her to have a quick recovery as well and that her body continues to get stronger and stronger as she's in that in the in the wisdom years of her life which is you know age 98 you wise you real wise you know what to do and what not to do you know what works and what don't work so that's a wise place to be uh we also are praying you know for all those who are who, who are who are who are sickly in any way, physically, mentally, uh, spiritually? We ask healing on their bodies as well. Uh, so I'm just kind of sending that prayer out this morning because I don't know who's uh, listening to us on this call-in line, but this is a call-in line that believes in God. We believe that God can heal all situations, that He can work it out. So I just want to say that this morning. I also want to thank those who who gave to um, the and Maria Foundation and who donated to you know Mike and Mona dot com. Um, because you know we do this out of our, out of out of our obedience to what God has asked us to do, but it's good to know that people are really really excited about what's happening in their lives through this Word, uh, and we thank you all for donating because uh, it made it to tremendous makes a tremendous difference, and we got a lot of donations in last year, and we had one one special donation uh, came from Susan Griffin down in Atlanta. And I mean she just really I mean it just it came on the thirty first of December and it just touched our hearts in a mighty way because it let us know that we're doing the right things. We're spreading the gospel, we're spreading the word and they costs to spread the word, spread the word, but we don't we don't we don't, you know, advocate for uh people to, you know, give any amounts. We just say, Hey, we're gonna do what we do and those who bless it, bless us for those long. who don't don't understand. So thank you so very much, Susan, for uh, that, but I mean that awesome donation. It wasn't just regular. It was an awesome donation uh, to just helping us continue to get the word out because we do pay for this broadcast to pay for the things that we're doing. So thank you for seeing that, and we appreciate it tremendously. So Ramona,
1: yes, yes.
0: Are you yes, ready? Are you ready morning. to do yes.
1: that? I'm ready. I'm ready. I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest, Lord, that is here, Lord. The harvest is here. Give us the will, the power, the grace, the determination, the, great, the gratitude, the patience, the obedience, as well as the strength, Lord, and the courage to grab a hold of it, Lord, because it's here. The harvest is here. And I thank you, Lord, in your mighty name, Jesus.
0: Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Hey, y'all, I'm going to pick up where we left off on yesterday. Are y'all enjoying this? First of all, before I put y'all on mute, are y'all enjoying this word? Are y'all enjoying this? Talk to me. Amen. Yes 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 yes, 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 yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Just want to make sure. Just want to make sure because I'm having a good time. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the person who's doing it having such a good time, they don't worry about nobody else. <laughs> That's I'm like, good Lord, this is some good stuff for me. It's some great stuff for me, and I'm surely excited about it. So I'm going to continue on with where we left off yesterday. For those who joined us yesterday, um, you know I left off in First Samuel 17, 1 Samuel 17 and 7. 1 Samuel 17 and 7. So as I left off on that, you know I, I I got excited because I saw at the end of that it was like okay, wow, that's what's going to happen. All right, so let's keep let's keep moving forward. I read uh, a lot of the book on yesterday. Uh, but I wanted to go back to it. I wanted to go back to it because I think it's so important to look where we left off um, on that on that last verse there. I, I left y'all with, and his shield bearer went ahead of him. That's what that was like the, you know that transition that we left from yesterday. His shield bearer went ahead of him. It's like you know you stop at a certain point and you're like, okay, what's going to happen next? All you need to know is his shield-bearer, went ahead of him. I didn't want to rush it because I wanted you all to get this. But, you know, as I, as I reflect on yesterday, that word was just heavy. It was, it, was, it was like the shekels, the shekels that Goliath was wearing. That word was heavy. And it, it, I hope that y'all got a, 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 a glimpse, a, a, a visual image. I mean, I know y'all can see Goliath now. Y'all can see him. Because, you know, see, there's some things we're learning here that we've never learned before. That that's what the word is all about. The word is about learning and understanding. That's what knowledge is. Knowledge is power. So you've got you to gotta really know what you're, what, what, you're, what you're reading so that you can comprehend it. Then after you comprehend it, you can apply it. So that's why it's so important to get this word and get it where it's digestible. So you know, as I as, as I began to dig in yesterday, I began to recognize some things. You know, we we went, we talked about Goliath, and we talked about you know what how big he was and how how much you know how much armor he had on, and you know there was ten things that I learned about Goliath on yesterday. I mean, there was ten things I said to I said wow that was that was a lot to talk about with Goliath Goliath, and I. I began to read that thing, and I said to myself, okay, let me just make sure I got this down pat, because this thing right here was, was really help, it was helpful for me. You know, the, the ten things that I learned about Goliath on yesterday, that he was a champion, that he was from Gath, that he was tall, that he had on a bronze helmet, that he had on a, a big coat of uh, scale armor, which was brass. He wore, you know, the, his legs was was covered with, with 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 a bronze breeze, greaves. You know, I I saw that he had a, you know, had this bronze javelin on his back. His spear was it was custom made. His, you know, the thing to hold his spear was custom made. You know how I know? it's because they said it was woven. That means it was custom made. You know, I I recognize also that he had, you know, he had, um, this real heavy 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 sword. You know, and, and, and he talked about the 500 shekels the sword weighed and the 5,000 shekels that his brass uh, coat of armor wore. And, you know, that was some heavy stuff. That was between 8 and 157 pounds, y'all. You know, them shekels, the shekels like one quarter of an ounce for every one uh, shekel. So that was about 157 pounds that he was carrying on his body. His sword alone weighed 500 shekels. That's like 50. 15 pounds. Somebody says, well, it is, it's not 15 pounds, not a lot. Well, you try to carry 15 pounds around with you uh, every single day, and then you try to sling it. You try to sling 15 pounds. And it ain't easy to sling because, see, the average, the average sword only weighed one and a half to two and a half pounds. So Goliath's sword weighed about 10 times what everybody else's sword weighed. So you think about that thing. He, is, he must have been a big man because you just don't carry around I mean, you just don't carry out no 15-pound sword unless you know how to handle that thing. You know, you got to know how to handle it. But there was one last thing that I recognized about uh, Goliath as we finished up with seven yesterday. I read and I I, I caught this thing. His shield bearer went ahead of him. That's where we left off yesterday. His shield bearer. You see it right there in verse seven, you know, one to seven. You see it right there. His shield bearer went ahead of him. I said to myself, I said, Self, why did the shield bearer go ahead of him? I mean this this is it's strange how we transition from that because we we looked and then began to read and I'll read on. It says Goliath stood, this is verse eight Goliath stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel. Why do you come out here and line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine and are you not the servants of Saul? Choose a man and have him come down to me. If he is able to fight and kill me, we will become your subjects, but if I will overcome him and kill him, you will become our servants and serve us. Then the Philistine said, This day. I defy the armies of Israel. Give me a man, and let us fight each other. On hearing the Philistines' word, Saul and all the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. I mean, everybody say, ooh, ooh, that's what it means to be terrified. Ooh, that's when you're terrified, y'all. you ooh, and you dismayed. you like, why he say that? Why, why he had to go there? I mean, that's what dismayed me. made me, okay, uh, is he going to really do what he said he's going to do? Everybody started talking to me like, okay, I think he's going to do what he said he's going to do. Well, I think we need to just kind of regroup him. I, you know, I, know, we, I know we're going to be fighting a war, but, you know, he, he is big. So, so think about this thing now. What, what Goliath has just done, what he's done is he's sent a text. Oh, y'all better stay with me this morning. He sent an email. By way of his, uh, what, shield bearer. Y'all don't don't see this coming. I'm telling y'all what's what's happening. See, when I read that his shield bearer went ahead of him, it was like he sent a text to say, I'm coming to get you. Okay, I'm letting y'all know what's about to happen. Then he stood up, y'all. Then he stood up and shouted what's going to happen. He's going to lay down the law. But see, all of that was designed for one thing, fear. What we talked about is, Goliath set fear into the hearts of the Israelites. How do I know he set fear in them? Because it says it right there, y'all. It says that they were dismayed and terrified. You only get dismayed and terrified when when you're fearful. That's the only time you get dismayed and terrified. Oh, what's gonna happen next? I don't know what's gonna happen. Do you know what's gonna happen? I don't know what's happening because then the shield bearer goes ahead of him. I mean, come on now. If he's gonna kill the people, why he gonna put his shield bearer in front of him? Y'all don't see this coming this morning. I'm gonna give y'all this. I'm gonna break this thing down to y'all because I'm I, I'm feeling like I'm feeling like this world right here just coming alive, y'all. It's coming alive. See, he sent his shield bearer ahead of him, and I was trying to figure this thing out. I was just saying, why would he, if he's going to kill the people, if he's going to, you know, cut their head off and he's going he gonna to chop them in half and anybody who come up, he's going to fight him, he's going to kill him, and boom, it's going to be done and everybody's going to be working for Goliath. If he was going to do that, why would he send his shield bearer in front of him? Because when you think about it, the person who is the first person to walk out there, isn't that the first person that they get killed? I'm just saying. I'm, all I'm doing is I'm just saying. If you send your shield bearer ahead of you and you are the one that's going to kill everybody, then what are you sending the shield bearer for? That's a text message. I'm just sending you a text. Okay, I'm just, just a text. I ain't really going to bother you, but here. here, Go, my, here, go talk to my uh Talk to my shield bearer. He's going to tell you exactly who I am. He's going to tell you where I'm from. He's going to tell you, you know, who my daddy was, who my mom was. I'm going to tell you everybody, everybody, who, who, all you need to know is listen to my little, uh, my little shield bearer, okay, because I'm about to kill you all. But he's going to tell you one I'm about to kill you. See, the, the Israelites were looking at Goliath from a distance. So they were assuming that he was just a superhero, I mean, in their minds, he was the villain. But you know, he was just—he's just so big. But see, I learned some things about Goliath. When he, when I read that he said he sent his shield bearer ahead of him, I I realized several things. Here's some things I realized when I when when I read that. Goliath was not a leader. He was a follower. Okay, you don't see it. Okay, then, who went first? The shield-bearer. Who came after him? Goliath. In fact, Goliath didn't even come. Goliath just stood and shouted. The, 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 the real leader is the shield-bearer. Because he said, let me lead the way. Let me go ahead. But think about that thing. If Goliath was a leader, why would he send his shield-bearer out first? Because a leader always leads the way. So, you think about this. You think about this now, right here with 1 Samuel 17 and 17 and 8. You, you, 17 and 7, you see that his shield bearer went first. So, that recognized, I recognize that, that automatically Goliath was a follower. Secondly, I've realized that Goliath was an intimidator. He intimidated the people. He did, did, did it ever say that any of the Israelites actually met Goliath? No, they didn't i I, know, I don't need I, nobody came up to Goliath and say, "Hey, Mr. Goliath, how are you today? I just want to know why are you coming out to kill us this week. I mean, you could have killed us last week. We were in the same battle last week. You could have killed us, but now you got to shout, and now you got to make this declaration that on this day you defy the Israelites. I mean Mr. Goliath, could you just explain to me? They never sat down with Mr. Goliath. All they did was they they sat back in dismay and terror. In terror. They were like, ooh, he's going to kill us. He From a distance, they saw this, and they heard it. See, see, see when I recognized that, 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 that Goliath was a follower, that he was an intimidator, I also thought he was a big mouth. I mean, come on now. When you got a big mouth, you got to talk loud. You just talk loud because what? The louder you talk, the louder you talk, the scarier you are. Th- that I'm telling you right now, you talk a big talk? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Okay, bark. Big dog. Big bark. Big bark, small bite. That's what happened with Goliath. Goliath, was he, was he yelled, he screamed at the people. See, that's how you can tell that somebody's scared because when they start talking real loud, let me, let me give you an example. When somebody is real ignorant, they'll do several things. They'll talk real loud and they'll use cuss words because they don't have any other vocabulary to use. That, that automatically lets you know right now, yep, they're scared. Yep, they, they, yep. That, that's how they show their ignorance. That it, shows, it shows a lack of ability to communicate effectively. If he had to shout at the people and scream at the people, I mean, couldn't he just use his low voice? Couldn't he just use his intelligence? Well, tomorrow I'm going to uh, slice you all in half, uh, and I'm going to let you know that you better go ahead and leave now because uh, this is the day that, I, that you, need to be rec- you need to recognize that it's going to be over. Okay, just send me, just send me one. Day. He could have done that. But no, 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 no. Goliath yelled and shouted at him. He screamed at him. See, anytime you want to diffuse a situation, just talk lower. That automatically brings that person down. But Goliath, no, 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 no. He was a loud talker. He was a loud mouth. Uh-oh, another thing that I really can recognize. Goliath had a self-esteem problem. Mr. Williams, what are you talking about? Goliath had a self-esteem problem. How do I know? Come on now. Why he got to put on all that armor? I mean, just his helmet, just his bronze helmet. See, when they wore those bronze helmets in the past, they didn't just go on the top of the head. It wasn't like a bike helmet. You, know, you see a biker helmet, a biker helmet like you riding a bicycle, you know, or a skateboard, it just fits on the top of your head. So when you fall on the top of your head, boom, you don't break your skull. But he had one of the helmets that came down the side of his neck to protect somebody from hitting him on the side of the neck. That's a self-esteem issue. It came down over his head. That's a self-esteem issue. I mean, you need all that. Why are you trying to cover up your back? I mean, why are you trying to cover up your back? I mean, come on, the armor in the front, if you're going to really beat somebody, why you need to have armor in your back? Because I don't plan to hit you my back. You're going to hit my back because you're going to see my back. But he had armor on the front and the back, y'all. That big 157-pound coat of armor, it wasn't a, it wasn't a blouse. It wasn't a front blouse. It wasn't a bra of armor. I hope y'all can understand what I'm saying. It was a whole coat, y'all. It wasn't just a slip. It was a whole coat. He had the whole coat of armor on, y'all, front and back, two-piece, with arm sleeves, everything. He had it all on. That's what I'm saying. So if he didn't have a self-esteem problem, why did he need all of that? He had low self-esteem. He didn't want folks to see him. And he really wasn't as strong on the inside as he pursued, uh, perceived as outside. He was self-conscious about some things. Oh, he was a procrastinator. Why he was a procrastinator? Because he came out after everybody else already set up. He was late. He came out late. yeah he 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 Because what did he do now? What did he do? He sent his armor, his, his shield-bearer ahead of him. So he's going to wait till, all the way till the seal bearer get out there. Then he's going to stand up and shout. He ain't going to go to the battlefield. He's going to stand up and shout. Come on now. N- next thing you know, I, I recognize I recognize something. Goliath was a liar. Oh, oh, come on, come on. Here we go. Y'all about, to, y'all about to take me in deep? How did you recognize that, Mr. Woods? Think about it. Think about it now. In this story that we talk about here, David's resume is very short. His resume is is very short. I, I'm going to tell you how short it is. It's so short that look what they talked about. Goliath, champion, guy, tall, bronze helmet, coat of armor, legs with 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 greaves on it, uh, big javelin his spear. I mean, here. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> He had a, 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 a woven, a custom-made a spear holder. Everything weighed, you know, hundreds of pounds. Uh, and, and and then he sent his shield bearer out from him. all that. But now, 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 David. Let me go to let me go, ahead, let me go to twelve, y'all. Now, David, the son of Ephraim, uh, named Jesse. David was the son of. If, that that that. We're gonna talk about David, right? Okay, here we go. We're gonna talk about David. Now, David was the son of an Ephra- Ephrathite named Jesse, who was from Bethlehem in Judah. Okay, that's not, talking about Je- that's not talking about David. That was saying that his father was from Bethlehem in Judah. Jesse had eight sons. Hold on, that's not talking about David. And in Saul's time, he was very old. That's still talking about Jesse. Uh, Jesse's three oldest sons, oh, that's not talking about David. That's talking about his three oldest sons. They followed Saul to war. Okay, but they that ain't talk they ain't telling me nothing about what David is. That's that's not giving me David's resume. The firstborn was Eliab. Okay, that's not David. The second is Abinadab. Abed, that's not David. And the third was Shammah. That's not David. Okay, here we go. David was the youngest. There was something else about David. There's a part right there. So we know we know two things about David. First of all, he was the son of Jesse, and second of all he was the youngest. Now it goes back to three oldest follow Saul. Oh, but that's still not talking about David. But David went back and forth from Saul to tend his father's sheep. Okay, there's three things that we just found out about David. Three things, y'all. I ain't talking about all the other stuff we talked about. That was about the sons and the father and, the, and the, what they did. But No, no, what David is talking about is David was the son of Jesse, and David was the youngest, and he went back and forth from Saul to tend his father's sheep. That, I mean, that's, what, that's David's resume right there. That's it. So if you're going to send somebody, David is not the one to send. Because David's resume don't even speak that he has any experience whatsoever. Because it says in, in verse 1, y'all, in verse 1, in verse, I'm sorry, verse 4, it says a champion named Goliath. What did it say about David again? David was the son of Jesse. Okay, all right. I mean, they didn't say nothing about what Jesse did. They didn't say well. Jesse was the governor of of uh, 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 Euphrates, and he was he was a, he was the mayor of Bethlehem. No, 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 no. They didn't say nothing about Jesse. They just said David was the son of Jesse. I mean, I, I, you know, I can relate. I can relate to Jesse because my mama, my mama, my mama's name was Jesse Ruth. So I'm the son, of Michael, the son of Jesse Ruth. You know, but see, Jesse Ruth was from A. But that's all. that's I me, mean, that's what they said. But see, you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful when. Somebody starts talking about somebody and they don't give you a lot of information about them, that person could be the person that could change your life. <laughs> and David surely changed Goliath's life in a bad way. So, what, I'm, what I see here is that David's resume doesn't even compare to Goliath's resume. I recognize that. And so I ask myself the question why would. Goliath sent his shield bearer ahead of him. Was it to negotiate? Was it to let the people, I mean, come on now, if you're going to kill me, don't, don't, don't send just come on, let's just do it. In fact, you ain't got to call out one man. See, Goliath kept saying, send one man, send one man. Send, I mean, he was two, three men himself. Why are you going to say send one man? Why? Because he was scared. Goliath was scared, y'all. I recognize this about Goliath. See, I'm picking up on, this, on, this, on, on the spirit of Goliath. I'm understanding that, that Goliath tried to set fear into the hearts of the people. And the more fear he set in, the more fear he set in, the more terrified they are. And he's at the point now, right now, he has them dismayed and terrified. I mean, imagine when you get dismayed and terrified, when you don't know what's going to happen next, when you don't know which way you're going to go, when you don't know what to do, when you are scared and you just saying to yourself, what do I do, Lord? They didn't even ask the Lord what to do. They were dismayed. Why? Because Goliath had them in his spider web. He had them in his trap. He built himself up to be so big that everybody was afraid of him. And check this out. They hadn't even met the man. They saw him from a distance. They heard about him. They, they let people tell them the story. Because from a distance, if you're standing on a hill, everything looks bigger. If From a distance. Now, if you're in the valley and you're looking down, everything looks smaller. But when you're on the hill, everything looks bigger when you go up here. So I'm saying to myself, why did Goliath set this stage? I know why, because that's what the devil does. The devil sets the stage for you to get in a state of fear. And he says, no, I'm not going to let you have your best year this year. Let me tell you what's going to happen, okay? let me tell you that you're going to go through some obstacles and you're going to have some tough times and your finances aren't going to be able to, to get to the level that you want. You're going to be living from paycheck to paycheck, from hand to mouth. You're going to be struggling. See, the devil just continues to put stuff on the plate that kind of lets you know, oh, and yes, you know your health is not going to be at maximum potential. So the devil keeps just, just throwing stuff at you. He keeps throwing stuff at you because he's trying to get you in a trap, in a, in a state of fear. But see, God is saying, "Hold on, hold on, hold on." was that? He said, "He said, he said." Just look at David. Look at David now. Look at David. David, David is not the right candidate in the enemy's eyes. He's just not. I I can't I can't I can't wait to keep going deeper into the story because see what's happening right here is that we haven't even gotten to the point where David gets a chance to tell everybody. Let's go to 16 before we finish here. For 40 days, the Philistine came forward every morning and evening and took his stand. Now, think about it. Why he have to keep coming out 40 days? If he's going to kill him, kill him. You know, sometimes, sometimes you got to ask yourself the question, is folks really ready to go to the next level? If they keep coming out the same day and doing the same thing over, if you got to tell somebody the same thing over and over and over and over again, are they really serious? I mean, come on. Come on. You got to repeat the same thing over and over and over again. This is how you do it. This is how you do it. This is how you do it. Imagine 40 days. He keeps saying to coming out, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. They should have picked up. It, it was like should have picked up that he wasn't serious from the very first time he said it. You got to pick that thing up. See, the, the, see, see, see it's important to listen listen as you listen you'll be able to learn some things you know this one guy this one guy I said man you got to listen this 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 one lady said that she want to help this young girl to do better in school and you know she's wanting to go and and help the young girl. So she asked the mama, "Say, if you want me to help you, I help. You. I'm a counselor. I know how to help you get this thing done." And the lady said, "Well, yeah, help my daughter, help my daughter, help my daughter." And and then the lady said, "Well, well you know, I went down to school and try to help you, but my name is not on the list." And they said, "Okay, my name is on the list." They said, "Well, what's your name?" Your name is on the list." He said, "Well, I haven't put it on there yet." Okay, well, you got to put the name on the list in order for the lady to help. You know, so the lady came back again and said, "Well, you know, I'm coming down to help your child, and you know, I need your help to help her because I can't help your child." unless my name is on the list. Well they said, Oh I forgot. I forgot to put your name on the list. Okay, no problem. You go put your name on the list. Okay, two weeks passed. three weeks passed. The lady still I put the lady's name on the list. What is, that, what is that sign for that lady to listen to? That lady don't want no help. She don't want no help with her daughter because if she wanted help with her daughter, she'd put the name on the list. She would immediately move to that. But no 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 no. I said listen to the signs. Listen to the signs. When you listen and you've got to keep repeating the same thing over and over and over and over again, somebody don't want help with that. What I'm saying right here is listen. Listen to Goliath. He keeps going out for 40 days, y'all. He wasn't serious. He could have killed the people on day one. Listen. Look at what's happening right here. Listen to the signs. If someone's serious, y'all, this is, this is what I, I want y'all to begin to release fear. When someone is serious, they stop doing the crazy stuff immediately. Y'all didn't hear me. When someone is truly ready to move forward, when someone's committed, to mo- they stop doing the stupid stuff immediately because they know that the stupid stuff ain't going to get them nowhere but on, stuck on stupid. So when folks don't change, it's because they're not ready for a change. So no need to drag them by the head. Don't pull them. No, no, just, just silently move away. Silently move away. And as you continue to move away, Ramona and I were running the other morning, and, you know, we were running, and I said, come on, honey, let's go ahead and let's make it down this hill right here. And, you know, she said, well, I hope I can make it. And I just started running. You know, we started running together. At first we were together, and then I just kept on running. And I, I I kept on running, I kept on running, I kept on running, I kept on running, and I kept running ahead of her. I did not wait for her. And we got to the end. And said, so, you know what, I learned some things. I said, you know, it's important for me to get there. And sometimes you got to leave some people behind in order for you to get there. Now, 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 my objective was once I got there, to then coach you from a distance on how to get there. See, I'm coaching some folks right now. I'm coaching some folks right now. I'm working with them. Some folks who are really serious, I'm working with them. So I said, I'm coach you how to get there too. And she made it. And she said, you know, Michael, I learned some things too. I learned the fact that you got to keep doing what you need to do to get to where you're trying to get to. And because if you don't, you'll fall by the wayside. See, you you, you you learn as a follower, and you learn as a leader. Just you got to keep moving forward. And I just said, you got to keep moving forward. That's not what. So what mean, I'm learning That's Wait, What you learn? What you learn? What tell me what you learn?
1: I mentioned to you that what I learned was that what counts is there you what go. That's you what it do. Was. I said I learned that what what counts in working out when you feel like you can't do any more. When you get tired, what you do afterwards, that's what counts. And then I say, Mm -hmm. wow, it's exactly what life is about and growing and and, and reaching your maximum potential. What you do when you have no money, that's what counts. What you do Mm -hmm. when you are tired, that's what counts. What you do... When you don't think you have any more in you,
0: that's what counts. That's what I learned. Now, now, now I like that because, what, you know, what happens is, is, Ramona, but what happens when fear sets in? What happens when fear sets in? People stop doing what?
1: People stop pushing. People stop. People, people stop.
0: And then fear becomes uh, reality. See, fear ain't really reality until you quit. <laughs> did fear, you hear that did did you have,
1: Right, and fear becomes bigger than the goal.
0: So you gotta you gotta watch fear. You gotta watch fear. In fact, no 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 here I'm, I'm, I'm gonna change before we go to change this. Don't watch fear. Watch faith. Write that down. Don't watch fear. Watch faith. Don't watch fear. Watch faith. Because what you watch is what you get. What you watch is what you become. If you want to be poor, watch poverty. Be around poor people. If you want bad health, be around people who don't eat healthy. Just go ahead. Watch it. Watch them eat, and then you watch. You watch yourself start eating what they eat. If you want to be around wealthy people, watch wealthy people. If you want healthy people, be around healthy people. Automatically, it changes your diet. I go to some of my friends' house. Then they, ain't got, no, they ain't got no soda in the refrigerator. They don't even drink sodas. I wonder why they still got teeth. They ain't drinking no sodas every single day. <laughs> I'm saying, wow. They don't even have no sweets. I gotta bring my own my own little snacks. Then they ain't got no cookies. Imagine going to a house and ain't got no cookies, y'all. And if they're cookies, they're organic. How, you can't eat no organic cookies every day. I need some cookies with some sugar in it. I need some chessman cookies, some Pepper's Farm chessman cookies. You, see, if you're around that, automatically you begin to change your habits. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm really watching who I spend time with this year. I'm being honest with y'all. I'm being honest with y'all. I'm watching who I spend time with. People who don't want to change. I'm spending less time with them, and I, I believe you should also. If they don't want change, why are you conforming? Oh, wait, it's going to be good about David. David's going to tell you all some stuff tomorrow, on Monday. David's going to share some stuff with y'all. Oh, yes, I still got something else to do on Monday, but I'm still going to be on this call-in line on Monday. Yes, I am. And, you
1: know, Michael, change change happens, it's, it's habitual, because although wealth is a dis- that you make right you have to first mm-hmm. make the decision but then you have to implant yourself in that decision that you made with your surroundings with what you hear with what you say and you got to do it over and over and over and over again and it takes time for that default button inside of you to change to a different default and an example I will give you is last week we were talking about receiving, and I kept saying, I'm going to start receiving. I'm going to start receiving because I don't want to be like the servant with one challenge. And I was determined in my head, I'm going to be receiving. Well, Lord, and behold, the same morning I went to the drive through and I ordered some chicken. And the lady told me it would be five minutes because it was too early. I said, no problem, I'll wait. So she had me to go to the front. Twenty-five minutes passed, and my chicken wasn't out yet. I said, wow, these people forgot about me. I reversed, knocked on the window of the drive-thru, and the lady said, oh, God, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. Since we had you wait so long, I'm going to give you some free chicken. Well, my dumb self, my default button said, Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want any free chicken. I I just want what I paid for. And right then and there, the Holy Spirit just convicted me and said, You dummy, didn't you say you wanted to receive? And immediately I said, Ma'am, give me all the chicken you want to give me. I take it back. I'm receiving. I'm receiving. But you see, habitually, I have been a bad receiver. Uh-huh, That's uh-huh. so, That's it. I ha- so I so ha- I so my default button is to not receive. So I have uh-huh. to constantly remind myself and put myself in that environment. And that happens no matter what it is. If you have the habit of not exercising, well your default button as soon as as soon as rain is about to start, you gonna say, uh-huh. Oh, it's raining, I can't work out today.
0: That's right. That's right. I'm That's it. That's it. And see, that same day, though, honey, you know, the, American, the same day, the same day we talked about receiving, that was the same day we had a client to, to just, I mean, drop a bomb donation on us, a bomb donation. I'm talking about huge. That same day, remember the same day I, I looked on American Express, and I saw we got a $2,500 credit, money that we yeah. didn't need Twenty-five hundred dollar credit. I said, "Oh Lord, look at here, look at here. See the moment that you go into that, and, into that moment where you're not fearful anymore, the good things start to happen, and you start being in an environment where you become a receiver. See, then you can become a giver. If you become a good receiver, if you become a good giver, you become a good receiver, you become a receiver, you become a good giver. So, 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 so we're going to learn some things about David that is going to blow your mind." But I'm I'm still I'm still in awe about how Goliath is trying to get fear to come come across you. Write this down, y'all. Write this down. Write this down. The devil will come to steal, kill, and destroy. And destroy. See that, See that's Goliath. That's the Goliath. That's the, that's, what, that's the Goliath, y'all. The Goliath tries to come put fear on top of you and, and keep you from moving forward into the things that God has for you. So you got to recognize that. I think that's John 10 and 10. Y'all, 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 y'all correct me if I'm wrong. I'm going back in my mind. But if you, if you recognize that Goliath is dressed up like John 10 and 10, he said, I'm going to scare you to death. That's what I'm gonna scare you to death. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take everything you got. I'm gonna cut you in half. I'm i I'm i I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run you up out of here. No 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 no. Listen, listen. Watch faith, not fear. Don't watch fear. Watch faith. Whatever you're watching and whatever you're seeing, that's what you're gonna be receiving. So I'm telling Absolutely. y'all right now.
1: Because it has to happen. You gotta ready. Your mind before it happens in time. When it happens in your mind, if in your mind you can't do it, if in your mind you can't go to Dubai with us, if in your mind you couldn't go to Jamaica, if in your mind you can't save $10,000, if in your mind you can't lose 10 pounds, if in your mind you can't do certain things, it will happen in time.
0: That's right. That's right. That's right. Because, we, we, you know, I, I, get, I get excited because especially when I hear about the people who are losing weight, I heard Linda Swaby done lost over 20 pounds. Was that correct, Ramona? Yeah,
1: 26 pounds.
0: 26 pounds for Linda Swaby. Yvonne Gaines done lost 26 pounds. Uh, 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 Pam Chong done lost over 30 pounds. Uh, Duchess in Buffalo, New York, lost over 20-something pounds. Frank, her husband, lost over 18, 19 pounds. Now, we just wrote that down. We wrote that down. That's what's going to happen. People are going to lose weight between the date we wrote it down and December 31st. Look at the weight's gone. Because what? What happened in their minds will happen in time. But they not only put it in their minds. They wrote it down. I'm going to challenge you all next week, y'all. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to challenge you. But I challenge you all to just read 1 Samuel uh, uh, 17, 1 1 through about uh, 12 or 13. You're You're going to catch up with us. You're going to catch up with us. Don't worry. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get good and good. I, I, I see it already. I see it already because we, ain't even, we haven't even found out about David yet. <laughs> we just know three little things about David. David was the son of Jesse. He was the youngest, and he tended sheep. So far, that's the only resume we have on David. Everything else, Goliath has a long resume. But we're going to find out some things about David next week, y'all. I, I can't wait to get into it. I can't wait, but I'm telling you, I told you all to get your little, uh, your, your little uh, pedometer, little walking thing. I want everybody over the weekend. Everybody over the weekend between today and Monday, between today and Monday, walk two miles, two miles, two miles. I don't care if you walk one mile one day, one mile another day. Nobody walks less than two miles. Get your little pedometer. We're counting them as steps. That's ten thousand steps. 20,000 steps, two miles, I want you to get your pedometer so you can see how many steps you take. When you take a certain number of steps, that means that's a mile. Another number of steps, that's two miles. Between now and Monday, get your two miles in. I'm telling you, your health and your wealth will go hand in hand. I'm going to walk more. I ran yesterday. I'm going to run again. I'm going to keep on running, y'all. I'm going to keep on running. I'm going to keep on running. Keep on running. Yes, some of you are up in the morning, late at night studying, trying to get things done, seeing clients, yes, but I'm going to still watch out for my health. So I encourage you all this weekend to get ready, put them shoes on, because we're going, to go, we're, going, we're going to keep these shoes tied up tight over the weekend. So y'all have a super-duper weekend. Ramona, take us out. Take us out. All
1: righty, y'all. Uh, we do apologize. I see we went over today. But if you are in the Columbia, Rock Hill, South Carolina area, or if you're in the Um, Petersburg, Fredericksburg, Virginia area, come out and support us. I I will be in the Virginia area. Mr. Woods will be in the South Carolina area um, on Sunday and Monday, so come on out. I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the will, the power, the grace, the determination, as well as the courage and the strength, Lord, to grab this harvest that is here, Lord, the harvest is here. Thank you, Lord Jesus, in your mighty name. Amen. Amen,
0: amen, amen, amen. Man. Amen. alright alright you All right, all right, y'all. Have a super duper weekend. It's the woods. Yes, ma'am. It's the word?
1: Pauline, um, go ahead and take my ticket out for Sunday.
0: Now, what time is the class? From, All right, um, Sunday,
1: but Sunday is in Fredericksburg. Is that Miss Pauline?
0: Yes.
1: Okay, so Petersburg, Miss Pauline, is Monday. It's Monday. Okay, great.
0: Great. Right. Go ahead and um, put my ticket right. in there.
1: Absolutely. We'll I'll do
0: from 10 to 2. We'll and, do. Um,
1: I'll see you Monday it, um, from 10 to 2.
0: Okay, thank
1: you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Have a great day, you
0: guys. All right, all right. Who's that?
1: Connie.
0: Kendra. All right, Kendra from Georgia. All right, Connie. How you doing? Doing great. Great
1: Great work, great work.
0: All right, all right,
1: Tracy. Kendra and Tracy sound just alike. (laughs) We do.
0: (laughs) I know the difference between the two. I know the difference between the two.
1: (laughs) I can't tell the difference between Kendra and
0: Tracy. <laughs> where, where are you who gonna be on Monday? Where you? Who was that? At? Who? Who? Ramona Petersburg, or Michael? Ramona. On Monday. Monday where am I gonna
1: Petersburg. be? I'm gonna be in Petersburg. Petersburg and Petersburg. Petersburg? Petersburg.
0: Sunday, Petersburg Monday.
1: Okay. Um. And from ten to two. Well, how much is the ticket? Can you get it there?
0: It's $40. You can get it online or you can get. Is, is this Miss Pat? Yes. Yeah, I, I I called you yesterday. I was in Virginia yesterday. I was in um, Petersburg yesterday. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I kept calling. I left a mess on your machine. But yeah, just call Ramona at call the office this morning get a ticket. Okay, I will. Yeah,
1: call, call us at the office and I'll, I'll give you a $10 discount.
0: Okay, oh, blessings. For you this morning. Yes, ma'am. Call about
1: nine o'clock. Wait a minute, yes, this, is, this a is Shay. How come I'm not um aware Woo! of all the stuff that's going on? Wait a minute. What you mean, Wait,
0: Shay? I mean, you don't know about the show? Come on
1: now. You should you you on online stuff. You know that stuff is all on you on the social media stuff. And With the Mr.
0: Lane didn't channel. tell
1: you about the show. I'm surprised Mr Lane can tell you about the show. Thank God for my sister LaShawn. Thank God for the because I would be completely out of the loop. I am hurt. Oh my you goodness.
0: You are not. You are That's not. not a girl. It
1: was, we Don't do even try. She does everything through social media. Okay, I'm not a social media person. I'm going to have to do better.